0: Deciding who wins the game on this call. The call on the field stands. Touchdown. After review, it has been determined that the receiver did not maintain. That's the worst call in the history of all sports.
1: Welcome to another bad call where the refs aren't the only ones who get it wrong. I'm your host, Justin West, and my sidekick here is a man who's never seen a ref make a call that he's agreed with. J.D.
0: What's going on, buddy?
1: How are we doing?
0: Um, Another week of football, so I'm not going to complain too much.
1: Week... 10 we're in the double digits we're past the halfway point we're still trying to figure out this game called daily fantasy football
0: that just that just got really quiet and weird
1: yeah it, you know it's
0: <laughs> there's uh i don't know what happened but it made me really uncomfortable
1: there's some stuff that's frustrating um yeah, we, we, you and I put in a decent amount of work on this stuff, and it's sometimes it's hard to be patient. You know that it's uh, it's, it's it should get there for you at some point, but um, yeah. Before I get into it too much, <laughs> <laughs> I am drinking a beer. Here. this should help if, my
0: if this was a video podcast uh, then you would see my surprised face
1: yeah yeah um well i got some juicy plays this week so i'm uh i'm drinking a juice pants from maplewood
0: you're so punny of course i am <laughs> full on dan joking. How how is that
1: oh man it's uh it's it's pretty good. It's not my favorite favorite, but you know, it's nice easy drinking hazy IPA. It's got a, a little bit of more uh, bite on the on the hop <clears throat> than I usually have been uh, drinking the last couple of years. So but it's it's, it's good. It's uh it's not Quite as good. I don't like it quite as much as I like Son of Juice. Okay. But, uh, you know, Maplewood has some good tasting beers, so.
0: Good for you. I'm sipping on some sweet slumber chamomile mint tea this evening.
1: Oh, you're such a middle aged woman.
0: Yeah, well. I'd argue, but really what's the point <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right before we go into our uh, our results from the main slate last week i've got a little bit of a sad story to tell <laughs> all
0: right, get it get it off your chest buddy
1: <laughs> well you know i just a minute ago i i hinted about how you know, we put in the work, and we we expect it to pay off big at some point. And I and I, I was there. I, I had the nut lineup um, on the showdown slate last Thursday night. I uh, had I put together a handful of lineups. I've been trying to hit this $1 King of the Beach qualifier um, on the showdown slates. And uh, so I've been playing that and some other $1 tournaments and whatnot. Been making five lineups, and I've been doing fairly well. But uh, so happens this past Thursday on Halloween. A little bit of a horror story happened here. Um, Built some lineups and uh, had Demir Bird in three of them as, as a kind of a punt play, but uh, I saw that he was inactive, so I went in to edit my lineups and put Keishon Johnson in. Um, sadly, I missed one of my lineups. And uh, said lineup just happened to be the not lineup. And uh, finished seventh place.
0: Well, the the Uh, almost, no. Well,
1: the the, the almost, it was the right construction. And had I put Keyshawn Johnson in as I intended to do in all of these lineups, I would have tied for first place. Uh, And $10,000 would have been split between me and Bravo Eagle 11. Um, said I won $15 for 7th seven, place out of $13,376.
0: i am sorry, repeat that. You won $15, 15 for 7th place?
1: $15. It's a qualifier. All the money is uh, in the gotcha, first place. Gotcha,
0: gotcha.
1: Uh, I did okay. have this lineup in, in another uh, um, tournament, and... Uh, that that one um, actually paid. That one finished thirty uh, first out of uh, tied for thirty first out of one hundred and eighteen uh, thousand nine hundred six, and paid thirty six dollars and sixty six
0: cents. Did you come out ahead?
1: I yes I I came out you know three x on the night, but this was the one. This is the one where I'm supposed to be cashing a a nice check and 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 really making my year actually making my couple of years here. Um, yeah, basically. Missed out on six thousand bucks worth of profit, which is just super, yeah, those super are, depressing and that's a backbreaker. So you know, all I'm saying is, make sure you uh, not only double check your lineups when you're when you're editing and making sure you got everything how you want them. Uh, you might want to triple check them. So uh, it's a cautionary tale. A horror on Halloween. Um, I'm gonna go cry in my beer. JD, why don't yeah. you tell him how you did on the main slate last week?
0: First of all, just make sure you enunciate really quick on what that is, because that's that's important. Those are two very different things. A horror on Halloween is very different from what it sounded like. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I did not have the greatest of successes on the main slate. Uh, I did come out pretty much even, uh, I was pretty much dead in the water, not doing anything until the last five minutes of that, uh, of the final games. And I'm pretty sure what tipped it over for me was the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the, uh, overtime with, uh, Seattle and, Tampa Bay is what really set me over. So I came out even there. Uh, I did have another week where I I swept my season longs. So that is two weeks in a row where I have swept my season long uh, matches. So uh, I'm happy from that side. And like you, I feel like I'm right on the cusp of some really big things uh, in the DraftKings world. Uh, but we all know that that can change very, very quickly from uh, being right on the cusp to being broke. So just got to keep grinding and hope we go the right direction.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I had another... Uh... It wasn't a complete washout, but it was a middling week from a cash perspective. I, I'm feeling... I let, I let the, uh, the other pundits, uh, and, and so-called experts, uh, I, I, I got, I got into the group think last week and, and I prioritized, um, Chris Godwin into my cash lineup, which I didn't even feel good about, but I, you know, everybody else thinks he's great. I should probably use him, um. That, and I couldn't let myself pay up for McCaffrey, but I did for Cook. And uh, that that pretty much says it right there, you know. If you played McCaffrey last week, you were probably doing pretty good. And Dalvin Cook, for his uh, 9500 price, giving you a one-and-a-half X, isn't going to cut it, so... Um, yeah, I, I pretty much the same as last week or the week before 13 out of 31 head to heads. I did get lucky to sneak into the, uh, into the money out of, on one of my double ups <laughs> just for, just for fun. I did a head to head against, uh, Adam Levitan last week and. Well, that didn't turn out so well for me so
0: you tried to do, uh, play the old expert <clears throat> and didn't work out
1: well you know I like to sometimes play these guys um, just so I can see you know how how I compared uh, to their lineups that they put in so um, yeah he, he's, he's good at what he does
0: it, that would make sense yeah, so. Um, but <laughs> I gotta tell you, I was um, if Eric Ebron does anything, in other words, if Jacoby Percet doesn't get hurt, uh, I end up probably doing a whole lot better, having a much better week. He just did not target him uh, when Brian Hoyer came in. He ignored his tight ends, so that that killed me last week.
1: Yeah, I I was I was on Greg Olson at his lower price, and that that wasn't that wasn't too good either. Um in the end zone! Don't call a penalty.
0: Whoa, o oh, Pete! Sorry. Okay, first of all, everybody is now deaf. Oh,
1: welcome to <laughs> Second, the club. Oh.
0: Secondly, uh, don't forget that I'm watching about ten seconds behind you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: um, the oh the flag came out before he got in the end zone. Anyway, oh
1: that that was against the the Raiders. I hope so. That was Austin Eckler getting into the end zone, and I'm hoping that stands for both my DraftKings and my season long. <laughs> <clears throat> Interesting. Ooh, yes, I really needed that. Uh, thank you, f- uh, folks, for enduring uh, my little cheerleader session there, and I'm sorry if I ruined any of your speakers.
0: Yeah, that, that was god-awful. All right. But <laughs> that, that just, being
1: said, let's go that ahead. That
0: just knocked me out of all cash in tonight's showdown.
1: Let's, uh, <clears throat> let's go ahead and... Um, Move on to week ten here. So, um, I'm, I I got a sneak peek at uh, some of your picks, and I'm uh, anxious to hear what you have to say about them here, um, because maybe it's gonna open up uh, some thought process for me. At least I I hope so. Either that, or I'm gonna see uh, see if they got any room for you in the loony bin.
0: Well, you should probably do that anyway, so go ahead and make that phone call. Uh, But we'll go ahead and start out here. Uh, And I'm going to look at Sam Darnold this week, Uh, 5,800, going against those New York Giants. Uh, Now, I know what you're thinking, and it's the same thing that I thought when I first said, I'm going to go down this road. Why in the world would you play Sam Darnold? He is playing like garbage. That offense is just not working. Well, <clears throat> I started digging into this a little bit. And if you look at who Sam Darnold has had to play uh, in his non-mono weeks, uh, he's played Buffalo. He's played Dallas. He's played New England, Jacksonville, and Miami. And of those five games, only one of those teams falls out of the top half in pass defense. Three of them are in the top six as far as uh, pass defense. The Giants are not. (laughs) The Giants are giving up the ninth most drafting points to the quarterback position. Uh... at 22.2 DraftKings points per week to the uh, quarterback position. Uh, When I'm looking at this, uh, at 5,800, if he can give me, uh, again, that 3x of just getting to that 17 points, which should not be that big of a deal up against this defense, I'm feeling pretty good because I found a little bit of value at QB where I can spend in some other spots.
1: I hear what you're saying. Um, namely, Sam Darnold has been terrible. <laughs> um, the Jets, to me, are in a bit of a dysfunctional disarray. Uh, Adam Gase, once again, uh, has, has got his team, you know, I don't know what he, what he, what he's thinking. It's just, um, he's, uh, you know, that trade deadline, they were talking about trading some of their big names, uh, Le'Veon Bell's banged up. Robbie Anderson really hasn't done a whole lot this year uh, I, and and yes um the Giants have uh overall in the season not been great <laughs> um, they I thought their defense looked a little bit better last week I know they lost to Dallas, but um mm-hmm. That pass rush is is looking quite a bit better with Leonard Williams from the uh, from those Jets. So uh, I'm, I'd be a little hesitant uh, with with Darnold this week. That's just from what I've been looking at. You
0: you are going to be hesitant. I'd be disappointed in you if you weren't. I'm just saying that uh, nobody's going to be playing him. His ownership's going to be real low, if I had to guess. <clears throat> and when you look at it, um, comparatively to the guy that you're going to talk about, um, completion percentage, right there. He actually has a higher touchdown percentage. His interception percentage is way higher. Uh, but again, um three of the defenses that he's played in his five games are in the top five as far as against QBs and against receivers. Uh he's right there with yards per attempt. Uh he's right there with yards per completion. So
1: <laughs> Okay, so well let, I, I let, mean, let me the,
0: the comparisons there if you're gonna go down that road and um I mean where are we at from a price standpoint? You seven hundred?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, okay. Let me let me talk about my guy, and that's uh, Kyler Murray. Sixty five hundred at Tampa Uh, this week. uh, Game is uh, a real real lofty fifty two point over under. They're underdogs, but they um, have an implied team total of twenty three point eight. Kyler Murray uh, is going up against this Tampa defense that is a huge funnel towards the passing game. Um, they, they rank number one against the run Tampa does, but 26 against the pass per, uh, in DVOA per football outsiders. Um, not only that, uh, Kyler Murray, um, he, he's adding an extra 35 yards uh, per game Um, on the ground Uh, he's coming off a a week last week where he had pretty good success against uh, a really tough San Francisco defense Um, the the Tampa Bay defense just gave up 42.22 DraftKings points to Russell Wilson Um and and they're allowing the uh, second worst um, in the league, uh, four hundred and eighty air yards and yards after the catch per uh, Matt, Matthew Friedman at uh, Fantasy Labs. It's just uh, I see I see this being another shootout here and. Uh, mm-hmm. You want to get this uh, Kyler guy. There, there's there's some other good options out there this week. Uh, I mean, Drew Brees is another another good one, but I, I just really uh, I like Kyler this week.
0: So here's what you're paying the extra seven hundred dollars from between Kyler Murray and Sam Darnold. Uh, you're paying for the rush yards. That rush ability is um, what you're paying that extra seven hundred for um which can pay off significantly Well,
1: you're playing for that. You're paying for um volume in in plays as Arizona runs the uh, fastest uh offense in in the NFL uh in a neutral game script. Um and, and you're um you're paying for uh I think situation, you know. What's uh What's his, um, let's take a look here. What the,
0: how's he going to be
1: game total is on
0: flying across the country and playing? Cause that's always, always something to look at. Yeah. Let's
1: see here. Well, How, how, <laughs> sorry. <coughs> how's Sam Darnold going to be flying across? Oh no, they're playing at home that was a bad joke
0: that was, that was a really bad, bad joke
1: <laughs> so they they've got a
0: um here's another bad joke he's a jet
1: in, in, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 lower lower team total lower over under I mean it's uh I don't think you're arguing that that Darnold is a better play than Murray, but I, it's it's certainly something to look at because when you want to differentiate your lineups, you want to get some players in there that are not going to be super
0: high-owned. So yeah. yeah, and look, the, the whole point of us doing this is to maybe look at those fringe players, at least from my standpoint, who are those not-so-obvious guys that have the potential to pay off? Mm-hmm. And I think Darnold is one of those where you're saving a little bit of money, but he could pay off relatively close to Murray. I'm not saying he's going to be that high, but he could be close.
1: I get you. I get you. Great. Uh, Well, let's go ahead and uh, move on to running back then.
0: All right. Well, I am going to look at Derrick Henry this week. Um, First of all, I love watching this guy run, so that's just a bonus. Uh, this guy's a freaking beast, and once he gets going, if you give, feed him enough, uh, he is a guy that you just don't want to be tackling.
1: I think you're just uh, jealous of his hair.
0: I I am very jealous of his hair. Uh, he has more hair in and braid than I do on my entire head. Um, the matchup here is the big deal. So the way you want to beat the Chiefs is to – Run the ball down their throat and keep their offense off the field. So uh, that leans really well towards a Derrick Henry style game. And the Chiefs are giving up the second most DraftKings points per game to the running back position at 32 and a half points to that position. The risk here, just so we're being totally upfront here, the risk here is that if uh, Tennessee is not successful in keeping Kansas City's offense off the field. They could fall behind, at which point you're likely to see more uh, Deion Lewis than you are Derrick Henry. But if they can do it where they, you know, the blueprints out there just keep running the ball, uh, Derrick Henry's set up to have himself a pretty decent day. Uh, If he gets 23 touches, he should hit his 3x value, and at 3x, you're at 19.2 DraftKings points. Uh, There's no reason why they should not be giving him 25 touches this time.
1: Yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting. I think it's a good leverage play because I think uh, people are going to want to play Kansas City players uh, with Mahomes back in the lineup. Yeah. if I I'd, I'd be much happier if 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 I was seeing Derrick Henry getting four targets a game, because uh, he seems to do really dangerous things with the ball when he's uh, catching it on a screenplay. He he's he's like a home run hitter. Um, they just don't seem to use him that much in in that situation.
0: Yeah, sixteen targets through nine games is not what you want to see, uh, especially in a PPR volume. But uh, he does have that home run ability, uh, not in the same way you think of like a, a speed back. But like I said, he's a train. You do not want to be trying to tackle. Oh,
1: that's that's for damn sure. Um, he showed he showed what he could do. Um, he had a he had. A almost, I'd say, historic run at the end of last season from a fantasy perspective. Um, Hasn't shown as much, but he did have a a big uh, screen touchdown. Was it last week he had that? Um, Should be... uh, I I like that as a tournament play. I, I do. I'll I'll give you some props there, bud.
0: <laughs> oh, that I means stay away.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, my pick this week is uh, it's <laughs> it's hard to do. It's hard to pick uh from my bears, <laughs> our bears, uh, this year. But uh David Montgomery at fifty three hundred against Detroit, um. It's uh, bears are favored by like uh, half a point or something like that, and uh, maybe maybe one and a half. Maybe, my math stinks. Over under forty one and a half uh, bears implied total of twenty two. Detroit's given up the uh, league worst thirty three point six DraftKings points a game to the running back position. Uh, over the last uh, two games, uh, Montgomery's averaging 111 yards and one and a half touchdowns per game. I know, small sample, but uh, it's
0: coming... Repeat that over, over how many games? The last two. Oh, okay.
1: But uh, the point being is that's after three games ago when the Bears decided to try to play a game by only rushing seven times, and they really do seem like they learned their lesson from that. Uh, Montgomery has been getting the bulk of the running back touches. And, um, you know, they they need to lean on that rush um, so as to not try to uh, make Trubisky win games for him because we have found out that he can't do that. So
0: no, you found out. I knew that.
1: Yeah. Well, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) He won me some money last year. If you don't, you know, if you don't recall, but, uh, he, he had shown a ceiling. He just apparently lost that ability this year. I don't don't know. Um, there's a whole lot wrong with the bears that we don't need to keep rehashing. We just simply seem to. So,
0: okay. So here's the deal. Um, David Montgomery. This one's a. This is tough for me, because the matchup says 100%, absolutely, you want to play him, because there's only one team that is giving up more DraftKings points per game, to the running back position than those Kansas City Chiefs that I was just talking about, and that is the Detroit Lions. Um, however, I want to know which David Montgomery are we going to get. The one from two games ago, who shredded the Chargers at five yards an attempt, or the one from the last game, and uh, roughly the three games prior to the Chargers game, uh, where he was averaging uh, less than three yards an attempt. You know, so which which team showing up here is the risk?
1: Yeah, I, I get it, but he's here's the other thing. Montgomery's getting opportunity. Dalvin Cook leads the league um, with attempts from inside the five-yard line. Montgomery's second in the league with 13 attempts from inside the five-yard line. Those are money attempts. So uh, if they are in a position to score, they're going to be feeding the ball to Montgomery. Um, I, I just... and. I, I'm pretty high on him. I was high on him coming into the year. Um, it, they didn't seem to give him a whole lot of opportunity to start the season. But uh, I think much like uh, Devin Singletary, um, as the season goes on, they start to trust him and, and get him more involved in in the game. So, um, yeah, I'm I, – Pretty high, and and at fifty three hundred in in the kind of role that he's been getting here lately, um, I I'm, I'm thinking it's it's a good uh, good play, and I need to save money so that I can make sure that I get McCaffrey and uh, and another high price guy into my lineup uh, that I'll mention here in a in a second. But
0: oh, one hundred percent. I've I've got. Um... You have to play McCaffrey pretty much, uh, and I'm all about playing Aaron Jones this week too in that matchup. Um, Aaron Jones. So Aaron
1: Jones uh, cost me a lot of money last week.
0: <laughs> well, a lot of Packers players cost a lot of people money last week. Yeah. So uh, that was beautiful. Just saying. Um, I mean, yeah, the Packers. Losing, I I like right. the Montgomery play. So I I do. Um, You just know how much I struggle playing anybody that does still in a roundabout way rely on Trubisky.
1: Yeah, I get you. I get you. So, all right, well, um, let's go ahead and take a look at the wide receiver position.
0: All right. Well, well, let's go back and talk about those Green Bay Packers for a second because I'm going to look at Devontae Adams because this is a rare opportunity to get an elite-level receiver – Uh, Less than 7K. So, uh, 6,900 against Carolina. Who uh, is uh, given up an average of 40.2 DraftKings points to the receiver position. Uh, That is in the bottom 10 of the NFL this year. Uh, I suspect that this game is going to be a little bit of back and forth. I don't know what the over-under is on it. That's not something I have looked at at this point in time. Uh, But let's look at it this way. Uh, A healthy Devontae Adams, week one and two, uh, eight targets, nine targets. He had four targets in week three, and I don't know if that's – I can't remember if that's when he got hurt. I think he got hurt early in that game. Uh, Then he comes – oh, nope, sorry. He got hurt after week four. So week four he gets 15 targets. He takes five weeks off and he comes back and he gets 11 targets. That is volume, volume, volume for a guy at less than 7K. And I suspect that that offense is going to come out flying this week after doing absolutely nothing against the Chargers.
1: Well, Rodgers did say um, that they need to make sure to feed Adams the ball and Aaron (laughs) Aaron Jones. So, um, if – if they hold true to that, uh, the only thing I've, I'm a little curious on. It's 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 funny that the Carolina is giving up so much because they actually, uh, per Pro Football Focus, uh, rated the fourth best in coverage uh, on on defense. Um, I, I, I'm not saying that the, the the I mean the the statistics for what they're giving up is. Are the statistics? It's just uh, weird that they're giving up so much, yet they have such a high coverage score.
0: Yeah. So this is, but this for me is where uh, you really have to draw that line between fantasy and and real. You can have a good a good pass defense, but still give up a lot of DraftKings points, uh, either because you're playing. You know your team is ahead, so you're facing a lot more pass. And um, I mean, when you're talking about drafting points, if you're letting them move back and forth between the 20s all day, you know you're just talking about receptions and you know what, 60 yards right there, back and forth all day. Okay, that's fine. Uh, giving up lots of DraftKings points doesn't necessarily mean that you're you're bad at defending the pass. It just that's just the way things go. Uh, they do often correlate, but they don't have to be mutually tied to each other. Is all I'm saying. So,
1: sure, I get you. But I mean, if you look
0: at if you look at Pro Football Focus's um, wide receiver cornerback matchup chart that they have of the three receivers listed for uh, the Packers, uh, Devonte Adams actually has the the best the best matchup oh, going up against Dante Jackson. Oh,
1: great. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's got elite-level market share um, for the Packers. So, um, it's – he's definitely, you know, at at a price that's really, really uh, appealing. Sorry, my words were not quite coming to me there. So, um I'm going uh, looking at another value play here. Um, he's not super cheap, but uh, Zach Pascal at 5,300 for Indianapolis um, makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, last week he put up five uh, percent, uh, five reception, 76 yard, and a touchdown against a really uh, tough Pittsburgh defense. Um, Indianapolis is, is going to be without T.Y. Hilton again uh, Miami is uh, league worst in a weighted DVOA of negative 58.6 and, and all that I, I look at I've been looking at DVOA a lot from football outsiders um, and the weighted DVOA is uh, I, I mean they're they're worst regardless but the weighted is looks at just like the last five games kind of to give you a better look on how they've been performing recently and and it's worse than they were overall uh they're they're uh they've got a second worst pass coverage grade of uh, 39 in the league per pro football focus i mean everybody knows miami stinks um the the colts are uh implied uh for a 27.3 27.3 team points, uh, on of on a, over, under a 44, uh, Pascal seems to be the, the, the lead receiver, I guess, at this point without T.Y. Hilton. Um, it, it just, uh, I feel pretty, pretty safe with this, this play. It's not like flashy. I don't think he's, uh, one of these guys that's going to go get you, um, you know, 160 yards and three touchdowns. But um, I I would – I'd be shocked if he didn't have a similar line to what he did last week.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, at that point in time, uh, he went, what, five for 76 and a touchdown last week. Uh, That's 18.6 points Mm -hmm. for 5,300. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um the only thing I'm looking at here is that he had that line with uh Hoyer uh is Brissette going to lead lean more on his tight ends uh but uh with Hilton looking like he, I mean he hasn't been officially ruled out but it's likely that he is not going to play um Pascal is the uh their top receiving option at that point in time <clears throat> I think that's a pretty safe play. I'd be curious what the ownership projection is on him.
1: Um, at this point, Fantasy Labs is projecting him um, only at a 5 to 8% ownership, which uh, I don't know. I played him in my cash lineup last week and actually was one of my non mistakes I, I had him and preston williams in my in my cash lineup and those guys performed it was it was the higher price guys that that tanked my lineup so um I uh, yeah he seems seems to be uh when when you're when you're gonna be probably the lead wide receiver on an offense and and you're gonna be priced in the low five thousand range against the worst uh, pass defense in the NFL. It, it seems to be a, a good value. So, yeah,
0: yeah I, I that's exactly it. You've got a guy that's less than fifty five hundred, and he's going against Miami, uh, and you know, well, you suspect that he's going to be uh, the most targeted receiver. That's an easy play.
1: Yeah, so. As we move to tight end here, um, you seem to like uh, one of his teammates.
0: Yeah, I'm going to stay in this game, uh, and I'm going to I'm going to play Eric Ebron for a uh, multitude of reasons. Um, one, because I'm hoping that if I play him here, it'll pay off in my uh, dynasty league as well. Um, but uh, with Hilton out, that opens up some red zone targets for. Ebron, uh, who is uh, one of Brissett's favorite uh, red zone targets anyway. Uh, So with Hilton out, that kind of helps out here. Um, And if he can get uh, four or five targets at 3,900, I'll take that. Uh, He averages uh, three and a half DraftKings points per touch. Uh, So every time he's catching the ball, uh, because he doesn't run the ball, (laughs) uh, he's getting three and a half points. So if I can get him to get Um, Three catches Uh, He's already at 10.5 points Which uh, puts me just under that 3x value that I'm looking for Out of a tight end And if one of those is a touchdown Then he easily hits the uh, 4x value So uh, As we mentioned It's um, A low price guy Going up against a bad pass defense uh, Who should See an uptick in volume Because T.Y. Hilton's out
1: yeah, interesting uh, little play here. It's funny, in my model that I've got built on uh, Fantasy Labs, uh, Eric Ebron is the sixth-rated tight end, only just behind the other tight end on that team, Jack Doyle. Um, however, they're projecting Ebron with only a 2 to 4% ownership versus... Doyle at a 17 to 20%. Now, he,
0: and that has to be some recency bias if I had to guess.
1: Probably. Um, I mean Doyle seems to be more involved in the shorter passing game, but we know that uh, at least uh, last year, Ebron was the touchdown maker, man. He, he just was living in that end zone and I think you know there's a good chance uh, that that he could find the end zone again here against Miami. Now, um, and, and and a good reason to play him would be if he's going to be far less owned than Doyle. Uh, it's it's nice leverage there. So.
0: Yeah, like I said there's got to be some recency bias there because if you look at the game last week, uh, Hoyer was going after Doyle more than he was Ebron, and Doyle got the touchdown. So I will gladly take a shot with Ebron with Brissett coming back, uh, in hopes that everybody else sticks on Doyle, and this is the week that it goes back to Ebron. Okay.
1: Are are we are we 100% sure that Brissett's going to play this week? <laughs> uh,
0: I'm at like a 90%. Okay. Me personally. Uh, that is worth absolutely nothing uh, to anyone anywhere.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, well,
0: but he he's he did uh, he's got two limited practice days. The what? the only way he sits is if they decide that um, there's any risk of a setback, and you don't really need to play him against Miami.
1: Yeah. Well. All right. Um hold your nose, don't roll your eyes. Go ahead and laugh. I don't really care about that. But um <laughs> I'm 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 looking at OJ Howard this week. Um I know he he's been uh I'd say one of the top 3 busts of the year um from a preseason hype standpoint. Everybody was all over O.J. Howard, um, and uh, he hasn't done jack squat, um, but just some of the things that Bruce Arians has been sa- saying lately, um, and, and they've already announced that he's healthy, he's going to be playing this week, um, I think they're going to want to get him involved in this offense, uh, you know, they've, they've got those two big receivers on the outside, and seem to catch everything they've got a ton you know dominate the target share for tampa bay but um arizona gives up a lot of points um and they give up uh a a lot of points to the tight end position um on the year they're uh, giving up a a positive 5.43 dk points to the tight end position um at thirty three hundred uh, on a team that's got an implied team total of twenty eight point three, a guy that's got elite uh, athleticism, elite speed for the tight end position. Um, it's only a matter of time, and it, it won't, wouldn't take a whole lot of um, volume to to get there at uh, a price tag of thirty three hundred. Am I gonna put him in my cash lineup? Uh, probably not. But uh definitely gonna have some tournament exposure to him in some of those uh, Kyler or Jameis uh stacks uh that I'll probably be toying with. And uh it's gonna be hard not to for me not to uh take the stone minimum of a Rhett Ellison for my cash lineup so that I can play McCaffrey and Michael Thomas. So um yeah, I, I you you don't really have to say anything about O.J. Howard. I don't <laughs> uh, I don't feel proud <laughs> making this selection, but
0: Okay, let me ask you this because O.J. Howard was on my short list of people to look at this week. At uh, a tight end position anyway. But I'm guessing it's for the exact same reason that you're looking at O.J. Howard, and that's the matchup. Well,
1: it's the matchup.
0: Because the, the rule is if you have a tight end that can catch a football and they're playing against the Cardinals... You play them.
1: And O.J. Howard might not be able to catch the football. I don't know. He hasn't shown much propensity of doing so this year. So, <laughs> But he hasn't gotten well, a lot of lot of action either. So,
0: Yeah, his, his catch percentage isn't great. Um, but I, I don't know how much of his games you've actually seen. Uh, the QB throwing the ball to him has not been exactly putting them in great catchable positions either.
1: Oh, yeah, I, I get that. I get that. So
0: I mean he's got thirteen catches on eighteen targets. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, you know, he's he's at the he's at that like what sixty six percent range.
1: Yeah, he and he's missed some games and you know, I don't know, is Bruce Arians has never been a huge tight end guy, but this 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 is a player that you just think you know, he's got those intangibles that you that he's gotta be used and uh, some of the things the quotes and stuff that have been coming out from Arians in the past week or so lead me to believe that that he wants to try to get him involved um, and like I said I don't think you need to get a ton of volume to, to go off against this uh, Arizona team and do you think that you know Arians might want to run up the score on his old team or I don't know
0: well, I don't think they left on bad terms or anything. I just it, look. I mean, <laughs> you've got two teams that are giving up a lot of points to the tight end position, and they just happen to be playing each other this week. Uh, so the Cardinals give up twenty two point six DraftKings points per game, and the Bucks give up twenty point seven, and then it drops to a sixteen point one. So the, I mean, there's a there's a significant gap between one two and three, basically. Um, are so there Cardinals any tight ends on Arizona? The there are, but so that's what, that's one of those things I'm saying. Like you can, you could probably pick like a Charles clay or a max Williams. Like, if you really want to throw a dart in a GPP, uh, play one of those guys. Um, you know, in a game that like you're saying the the over under is probably up there. You expect us to be a back and forth, um, and they both teams give up a ton of points to the tight end, but if you want to pick a tight end that has a great matchup and has, uh, we'll say a higher floor than it is OJ Howard, for sure. And at thirty three hundred, um, easily worth a GPP throw. Easily.
1: Sweet. Well, I mean, I'm feeling. Uh, I don't know. I haven't. There's been a couple of weeks here in a row that I haven't. Gone great for me. I had that uh, nice tournament lineup a couple of weeks ago uh, that that put me over the top. Last week was a little frustrating, but um, I'm not far off. I feel like it's 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 bound to come together here. Um, the the pricing uh, rhythms that uh, coming through DraftKings lately. Uh, seem to i th- I think they're making people make decisions, which which um, it's more fun. it's I think it's more fun when not everybody's on all the same plays. So i'm um, I'm feeling good. How about you?
0: You know, I the last couple weeks have uh, not felt super great about my lineups, but all that meant is that i I pulled back the amount I was playing. Uh, so I could really focus in a little bit better on just a couple lineups instead of really spreading the wealth out. And that seems to be paying off at this point. Uh, so I'm just going to stick with my process right now of crunching the numbers like I've been doing, uh, playing the matchups, uh, and where those matchups and the numbers intersect is really where I've been living. And uh, I will dink my dink and dunk my way through <laughs> the season if I, I have you,
1: to. I, you, you wanted to say you will dink your dunk. I know. <laughs>
0: yeah this this tea's hitting me hard
1: <laughs> hey whatever um i think let's go out there and let's get it jd why don't you tell people where they can find you
0: yeah you know the drill hit me in those usual spots at jd west 22 on instagram and twitter and check out the weekly uh column over at anotherbadcall.com
1: Sweet. And you can find me on Twitter at Justin M. West on Instagram, JMW1977. Find the podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Another Bad Call. Email us another call at gmail.com. And uh, that being said, for JD, I'm Justin. Keep on listening so we can help you avoid making another bad call.